At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. It's another hour of Live Bet Sunday presented by BetMGM. As we welcome you back in from downtown Las Vegas, I'm Ben Wilson at our Circus Sportsbook Studios. Will Hill doing a great job all weekend. Been a blast to be with you, Will, from uh, East Coast in Connecticut. Are you getting in on anything uh, halftime right now? Two Big Ten games each at the half with some potential uh, in-game opportunities. I doubled down on Ohio State. I laid the... Uh, <laughs> Let's go. I took the, I took the six. Took six. So Ohio State uh, trying to pull an upset yeah. over Illinois today. At home at Value City Arena in Columbus, up 12 at the half, 41-29. Ohio State catching six points for the second half. 76 there is the total after hey, a whopping uh, 70 points in the first half. So 146 now on the in-game. Other game at the half, Maryland 41, Northwestern 39. There was uh, at least one book here in Las Vegas. Will took a big bet to the over, went right from 70 to 71 after 80 points Ooh. were scored in the first half. So 150 or 151 for the full game based on that second half number. The side did not move at all. Maryland minus four, up by two at the break, minus six for the game, as you will sweat out that Northwestern plus seven, uh, seven and a half ticket there for the rest of the game today. Uh, actually, I like, added one there too. I added a little, I took over 69, so I got a decent number here. You. Not, to, uh, not number. to pass post, but hey, it's every team's making every shot. I know, like, I'm, I kind of feel like I'm being suckered here, but they're just shooting so well. Obviously, it's going to regress a little bit, but hey, second half, any chance of overtime gets me to an over. You can get a foul fest at the end. You can get me to an over, or you can just keep shooting the lights out. That gets me to an over. So I thought 69 was a decent number. I do not blame you whatsoever. Northwestern, 59% from the field. Maryland at 62%. So is well, I mean, you expect that to not be sustainable, but at the same time, how right. much are you really going to get a fall off when the pace was absolutely blistering so far? I mean, I look at it uh, in the, you know, if you look at the first half, 
uh, so far as far as total possessions. I mean, Northwestern ends up you know, ends up with let's see on, on the overall thirty one possessions here. Maryland ends up with twenty nine. So you're sitting you know, you're, you're sitting in a game where you're you're at an unreal, unsustainable pace. Most of these teams are playing in the you know seventy possession range overall for a full game. So will that slow down at all when when both teams are are, are shooting quite a bit uh, there to start the game? Uh, that game plus, just about to get underway there, second half. Yeah, I was just gonna say plus a six point spread. If that holds up and if it's around a five six point game, that's usually the foul zone. That's usually like if it's a one yeah. possession game, hey, we just play defense. But if it's a six point game, you know, we score, we foul, we score, we foul. That's where you can rack up some points. So if it stays true to form, that's in that range here where you're gonna get a bunch of fouls at the end. Yeah, such such a good point to keep in mind. Not only is it general pacing in college basketball, how it's performing relative to expectation, but also game flow. Will you be in a game where there are going to be opportunities to extend the game at the line and and get easy free points at the free throw line. Uh, so those are the, the plays in there for uh, for Will Hill. So second half over in Northwestern Maryland and Iowa doubling down on Iowa State plus six at halftime up 12 right now against Illinois. The game about to tip off here in a few minutes. It's in the NBA slate kicking off a mega NBA Sunday. Phoenix Suns, Milwaukee Bucks. As I update my uh, my odd screen here, Will going to close Bucks consensus either three or three and a half, depending on the shot. The only two really? and a half out there is DraftKings. Yeah, still two yeah. and a half juice to the Milwaukee side. Total has come down. It was as high as 232 and a half, where I really like the under. Uh, now closing at about 231, 231 and a half. Would you believe this, Will? Two of the top three teams in defensive rating over the last 15 games. Milwaukee number two, Phoenix number three. The Suns have gone under the radar, but they're playing really, really good defense, even as they wait for Kevin Durant to get into the fold. Still out again today. Well, you move that number. I think that's what you, oh, you're yeah, trying to tell sure. the audience. You move that number, which is uh, it's a good job by you. A couple things that I just thought of. Uh, obviously, it's a finals rematch from a couple years ago, kind of an obscure finals where they played it like the end of July. But Jay Crowder revenge game. He obviously had this little standoff <laughs> with yeah. the, with the uh, the Suns. Now he's back with the Bucks, or he's with the Bucks facing the Suns. What what are we looking at? I don't put you on the spot. I'm trying to find myself the player props for Jay Crowder. A lot of people that play props like to play these angles with, you know, a revenge spot, former team. You figure the coach will draw something up for him. I, I'm sure Crowder's numbers aren't too crazy. I'm, six I'm, and a half. It's not, uh, it's not points, a big number. Okay. Yeah. Six and a half yeah, for Jay Crowder. All right. I'd have to go back and look at his usage. How about like to make three pointers? I'm sure one, one and a half, something like that. Probably a half. Okay. Oh, Crow yeah. well, Crowder, they've said it one and a half plus 190 though to the over. Uh, if you want to get to get two for <laughs> two for Crowder. Look, his, yeah, usage has not been... A huge by any means, but keep in mind, Giannis Antetokounmpo out right. today for Milwaukee. How will that impact the lineups in, in Milwaukee? They've been working Chris Middleton back into the rotation. He's only been playing about 20 minutes a game off the bench. Just got Bobby Portis back into the fold. He had missed extended time with injury. So a Bucks team, while it is a big marquee national showcase, will they look to go a little bit deeper on the bench, try to get some more minutes for a guy like Jay Crowder? This is the type of game stepping aside and, and ignoring the fact that it's against his former team and he will yeah. be motivated for that reason. Just from a raw rotation standpoint, it's a game where you, you would be likely to see more minutes out of Crowder. Plus, as his conditioning uh, gets better, he's going to play a little more, you would think. And uh, I mentioned finals rematch from a couple years ago. Not impossible. This is a finals rematch again here in the summer. I wouldn't be shocked if these two teams played in the finals. That'd be a hell of a finals. You get Durant, you get Giannis, you get the rematch factor, you get you know, Chris Paul going for his ring. That would be a... That would be a good finals. I, I'm 
I mean, I think it'll be between Milwaukee and, and Boston, which is not obviously a profound point. I would probably yeah. pick whoever at home court in that series. It was a great series last year. Milwaukee, man, up 3-2 at home on that Friday night, had a chance to, to win it, and they probably would have won in the conference finals, I would think. And uh, look, Phoenix, we haven't seen them with Durant, but my guess right now, if I had to pick a Final Four, Milwaukee, Boston, Phoenix, Denver, as wide mm. open as it is, those yeah. are probably the four I go with. But, hey, man, you could do a lot worse than a than a Suns-Bucks Finals, and I'm sure that would make you happy. Uh, it certainly would. Uh, Jay Crowder, 16 minutes, 9 points, 3 rebounds Friday night. Admittedly, that was okay. a 29-point win for Milwaukee, so he got some run late in a blowout yeah. win over the Heat. But, uh, but look, how dare you say that was uh, just a... You know, finals nobody really remembers. I mean, come on, that was the greatest moment in uh, in Milwaukee sports history, basically since the since uh, Harvey's wall bangers of the nineteen eighty two Milwaukee Brewers going to the World Series. It was more obscure. I wouldn't say nobody remembered. I think it was just obscure because it, remember we were coming off it was, the bubble. It was still COVID calendar. restrictions. Yeah, yeah, there was a sports calendar was just off kilter where finals didn't start, or the playoffs didn't start to like uh, Memorial Day, and then the finals went. I remember I went vacation a week or so after, so that finals had to be like the middle of July or so. It, yes, it was. It resulted in the following. It's amazing that the Bucks even had the run that they did last year because it was an unbelievably short right. turnaround. You had it was July fifteenth when they won the NBA title, and you had teams back in camp, like not, you know, less than ninety days later. Right. It was it was just absurd for those teams that made it all the way, and now after years without getting to the finals, you have both the Suns and Bucks ramping up. So. I'm looking at, I took under here, 232 and a half. You're going to close 231, 231 and a half. You have to, uh, from the side perspective, this is one of those classic in-game spots where you you have to see how Milwaukee looks without Antetokounmpo tonight. You kind of expect what you're getting out of Phoenix since they have not had Durant in the fold as of yet. But I, I still have confidence in, you know, the Bucks have played very well in games without Antetokounmpo. Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday have the two best a defensive net rating, net ratings on the team among the you know the main rotation guys. Giannis is actually third, so he's an unbelievable defender. But I don't see this being a total step down in class as, as unbelievably elite as Giannis is. It's not like Milwaukee's all going all of a sudden going to be without any sort of answers or options against Phoenix. Right, and it's really I mean, look, it's a betting show. We we you know I'm not afraid to make bets, obviously, but man, betting these NBA sides night tonight as Maryland just continues to pour in points here. <laughs> betting these NBA sides is really difficult. What kind of effort you're getting? Who's playing? Who's going to play hard? I mean, we saw it Friday night, that first night back, where you know this team's up by 50, that team's down by 45. Uh, you know, Kings Clippers are scoring 300 something. I mean, it's just it's really hard to figure out and, and pinpoint. You know, just get a, a clear direct handicap on these sides. So I know people that yeah. do well in the NBA do a lot better just, you know, nitpicking and, and finding some of the props here. Uh, that's why I'm looking at a total in Suns Bucks. You're also looking at a total yeah. later on today. Lakers Mavericks, that's the second of the marquee uh, national games. Lakers Mavs with LeBron James and Anthony Davis each probable going to be in the lineup today as the Lakers are catching four or four and a half points. MGM is the market high right now on the Mavericks at four and a half. Total of anywhere from 235 and a half to 236 and a half there. Will, what did you look to do with the total? I like the over. I'm basically betting the over in any games Luca and Kyrie play together. And I'm assuming <laughs> yeah. they play, which I it's always dangerous to assume these guys are going to play until you see them on the court. But uh, I don't think we've heard otherwise. They're not yeah. on the injury report. So, right. Yeah. There you go. So uh, to me, they're going to be like the best, maybe second best offense in the league. Now that Durant's on the Suns with when you have Kyrie and Luca, that's just an unstoppable offense. And as good as they're going to be on offense, they're going to give a whole lot of it back on defense because that's a dreadful defensive team. Their bigs are bad defensively. You know, Christian Wood, you go down the line. It's a bad defensive team. It's a great offensive team. I think it's going to take the market some time to catch up just 
how much of an over team they are when they have those two guys. Because, like, look, the other night they played the Spurs. I bet the over. I gave it out uh, on Lombardi line. It went into, the, I think, the 250s, went way over. When they get these two guys, man, they're, they're going to be an over team. We had our VEASAN NBA analyst, Jonathan Von Tobel, on the Lombardi line this morning. Basically made the same point you did and applied it toward the Lakers' money line. He took a plus-150 shot on, oh, okay. on Lakers today. So there's a couple different ways to to look at that and, and how to break it down. I, I do like the over angle where, as much as I, it is a good spot here for uh, yeah for the Lakers, taking advantage of that subpar defense, it's also personnel, though, for the Lakers that is not all that deep. And so you just worry how that plays right. out once you get into a fourth quarter of these games, especially if it's high scoring and high variance. So uh, JVT, our, our resident NBA analyst, Hardwood Handicappers podcast host, he's got Lakers money line today, plus 150. Will Hill, you're going with the over. You can find 235 and a half, uh, the best number on that so far. Uh, final updates here on the college basketball. We'll turn our attention forward to some of the games coming up later on. But Ohio State right out of the gates, picking up where they left off from the end of the first half up by 12 on Illinois. So it's been tied so far in the second half, 45-33 Ohio State, laying eight and a half live right now. Will, you you grabbed a six in the second half for Ohio State up by 12. So minus six for the game. That's looking good so far. Uh, in Northwestern Maryland continue to score. 50-46 to 46 Maryland at the under-16 media timeout. Right now, Maryland's seven and a half point live favorite, basically right on the closing number. That will be a sweat on the side with a total now at 150 and a half. And, so much for the Patrick Ewing emotional farewell in D.C. Providence running rough shot over the Hoyas. 34-20, 6-17 to go in the first half. Providence up to a 13.5-point live favorite. It was all sorts of steam on the Hoyas from 8.5 as a dog all the way down to plus 6 or 6.5 at close. That looks to be the wrong side so far. When we return, a lot more college basketball for us to break down. We'll also get into some headlines, some big baseball and hockey news and notes we'll, we'll just touch on very quickly here on Live Bet Sunday. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. 
Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, <laughs> hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but. All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all of your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted on specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. A fun second hour of the show for us on Live Bet Sunday. We'll have Josh Edwards from CBS Sports here to talk all things NFL draft. There are actually more markets now up. I just checked today on uh, on DraftKings, Will. We do have some uh, some additional odds, including first defensive players selected. Ooh. So uh, it's time to dive in on those. We're well, well, excited to get some insights with the Combine next week. Josh will join us then to talk NFL draft. I want to make sure we get to all your plays, though, Will, because you do have another NBA play uh, kind of contingent on a star active today. So we look at the NBA card later today with the slate now underway. Bucks and Suns off to a a kind of a scratchy start early. 7-6 here, four minutes into the game. Phoenix just on top of Milwaukee. Uh, But later on, it is the Sacramento Kings going to Oklahoma City. Kings laying four on the road against OKC. What was the angle you were wanting to break down here? Yeah, if, if I can get some clarity on SGA playing because he sat out Friday night yep. against uh, the Suns and that line moved. And I think OKC ended up covering anyway. Uh, I like this OKC team. They've been really good to me. They've been really good against the spread. I know the Kings are a fun story, but I'm probably going to look not only do I like the number just, you know, in a vacuum here, but this is a tough spot. One day arrest. The Kings, uh, you know, uh, second road game in three days a double overtime game where it's 176, 175. So I'm going to be looking to fade Sacramento, who's not a good defensive team. OKC has played well. You know, that was a bad loss for them Thursday night right out of the break in Utah where they had the game won five or six different times. And then they hung competitive with, against the Suns. But look, they didn't have SGA, who's a, a top you know, 10 or 12 player. So if you can give me SGA in this game, I will take OKC. I'm looking to fade Sacramento off that double overtime game. Yeah, still unclear as to the status of, of Shea Gilders Alexander. Of course. Because, of course. Uh, 7-10 Eastern tip, so you got some time for that game. It's okay. about six hours. So, But again, that, one of those contingent plays, and even if you were still looking to fade Sacramento, if SGA is ruled out, that number likely balloons up a couple points. You could, could get a buy-low spot there on OKC, even if it is without SGA of, you know, of a line of two possessions or more with Sacramento on the road there. So uh, we'll, we'll also monitor Milwaukee Phoenix, see if there's some in-game angles to get there. Uh, early early on, it's actually been a couple of threes here made in rapid succession. So 11-10 bucks, 7-25 to go in the first quarter of a big marquee NBA showdown. 
Uh, we'll get back to some of the college basketball in-game updates. Just a couple of things to throw at, throw at you, Will. Some news that has come out this morning. See Manny Machado, 11-year, $350 million extension for San Diego. Is uh, spring training now underway for Major League Baseball? Win totals are up. How do you, what do you make of that? Padres, all of a sudden... They're like the Yankees of the West here spending and money. I was, I was, well, they're like the old Yankees of the West. The Yankees don't yeah. operate like that anymore. The, you know, the George Steinbrenner Yankees were like this. That's not how it's, it's done anymore. And yeah, it's uh good for them. I don't know where they get all this money. I mean, they just, they're, they either get every guy, they're in on every guy. I'm trying to think of who it was that signed. I think they were in on judge. They were in on even these guys. They don't get, they have these just enormous offers from, I don't know if people, you know, we're saying this in jest or this is real, but I guess some of the owners did really well with Bitcoin when it was at its best. I don't I don't know where they get all this money, but <laughs> yeah. they are just spending money like crazy. But good for them. I mean, you keep them off the market. We know how these deals go. The The back half never looks as good as the front half. That's just part of the deal. But, hey, you try to win a championship on the front half and you keep him off the market. You avoid a bidding war. So that's uh, that's one guy I know the Mets were, were hoping to probably look at if he hit free agency. I'm sure a lot of teams will look at him, but yeah, he's a hell of a player, and the the uh, the Padres lock him up. Yeah, there for at least uh, for a decade now with that massive extension, Manny Machado. Uh, good to see a team that has been a doormat in the NL West for so long yeah. now being committed to not just trying to win in the short term, but for the long term. They're now the second favorite in the. They'll still be the second favorite in the West behind the Dodgers, but right now I'm seeing them as the the, the fourth favorite out of the. Uh, the NL 10 to one now to win the world series uh, behind only at least in the NL, the Mets, Dodgers and Braves Astros still your short shot heading in to the season around. When are you looking to start adding into your, your baseball futures portfolio? Well, we still have about a month here till opening day. Uh, I, I got a bunch of season win totals. And, and just to go back to the Padres for a second, we know that if they play the Brewers, they have no chance. I mean, we agree with that, right? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Cause Mark Adonazio is super committed to winning as the owner yeah, of the Brewers. Same. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I've had a bunch of season win totals. I don't know if you want to get into them now, but I played a bunch. I played the Nationals under. I played Boston under. Uh, what else did I play here? I played the Mets over, I think, 94 and a half uh, in, to give the other numbers. Washington was 61 and a half. 60, I think I got 62 and a half. And you're starting down to, to, see down to 60 to and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's even some 50s out there. I just like to look for bad teams and good divisions. It's a little more balanced than it used to be, but you're still playing your division opponents 14 times each. And if you look at the Nationals, I mean, you got to play the Phillies who were just two games away from a World Series championship, and they added Trey Turner. The Braves, the Mets, those are 100-win teams. The Marlins have really good pitching. So to me, Washington's a complete rebuild. They're going to win like 52, 53 games. They're going to be terrible. Uh, Boston, same thing. Terrible offseason. Good division. I like them under. Uh, and I think the Mets are just – look, I think they were two different teams last year. The first five months, they were this great team, great story. They completely collapsed in September against a bad schedule. Still can't really explain it because they actually had their pitchers healthy and they collapsed. But to me, uh, Alonzo, Lindor in the middle of the lineup with what is still really good pitching, a good, clo a great closer, uh, to me that's a 97-98 plus win team. So those are some of the ones I've added. It's hard to look at awards, at least like in the American League with the MVP, because of Otani. So, you know, yeah, it's hard to find sure. a sleeper because if you're going to have a guy who's going to have a, a three sub three ERA and hit 35 homers, it's going to take an Aaron Judge 62 homer performance or whatever to beat him from MVP barring an injury. So AL makes it a little more tricky, but some of the other awards I haven't gotten into yet, but uh I'm sure I'll add something. Hey, here. you've got more. You got more in the portfolio than me so far. I, I'm, what do you have? I'm trying to, I have. Well, I've, I have not yet. I'm eyeing that like that Rangers number at 82 and a half. I, I, the, and I was just in Arlington talking to some of the Rangers people last weekend. They are so high on bringing Jacob Degrom in, one yeah. of my favorite pitchers in the league. But 
at this point in his career, what has gone yeah. on the last two seasons, can you really trust right. DeGrom to stay healthy? And can is it really warranted to boost the Rangers' win total 15 wins after a 67-win right. or 66-win season a year ago? I'm I'm a little hesitant to to uh, to look at the Rangers. That could be an it's an under spot when I I'm a believer in Seattle taking another leap this year. Still view Houston as being a very good regular season team. Yep. Uh, Eighty two and a half feels a little rich with a guy even bringing in Degrom who is the co favorite to win the AL Cy Young. That's the one I'm I'm targeting. Have not played it yet though. Will I know some people think they'll be better if you just look at the Pythagorean you know runs scored versus runs allowed. They're due for some positive regression and you know they spent all that money two winners ago with Seager with Simeon. You bring in Eovaldi and Degrom, so I could see him being better. But I think you know I, I would tend to agree with you. That's asking a lot to expect them to go 84 and 82 or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I do have one more in that division though. I played the Angels under. I play the Angels under every, every year. year. Yeah. To me, they just don't have enough pitching, uh, and, and they're top heavy. Trout never plays a full season. He never plays, you know, 130, 140 games anymore. Now he's getting older, so is that going to get better? Uh, Otani, if he misses any time, granted he's been healthy the last couple of years, but his first few years in America, he was hurt a lot. And after Otani, there's just not a lot of pitching, and, and plus that's a good division. So Angels under, I think they're 82 and a half, 83 and a half in that range. I like the Angels under as well. Yeah, and that has moved at least looking to have the DraftKings numbers pulled up at 81 and a half for the Angels right now. But uh, we're yeah. looking under on the Angels over on the Red Sox, which are at about 78 and a half. Uh, the the Nationals under, which is now about 61 and a half in the market, and the, the Mets over 94 and a half. Those are Will Hill's early. Baseball win, win total plays. I, lo- I, I love it. Yes, and we do have a new uh, Beeson baseball betting podcast with Adam Burke that is going to launch pretty soon. We have a baseball betting guy that is coming out here in a couple weeks. Adam Burke will be the host of that. I'm sure you will be featured. Uh, you'll, be, you'll be a guest on that pod, uh, Will, with your baseball insights. So looking forward to that. Uh, the other, and, and not to make our producer Elliot Bauman uh, hate me here because, you know, NHL, it's like off off topic here at the network. But just one real quick thing. It is trade deadline season for the NHL. Ivan Barbashev just dealt to the Vegas Golden Knights from St. Louis to Vegas. So the St. Louis Blues sell-off continues. And uh, and now what will be the next shoe to drop? We're waiting on the Patrick Kane news. Will he be traded uh, from Chicago? So continuing to monitor all the all the sports going on, at least in the in the college basketball ball, though, Will, for today and some of these live uh, live potential spots. Kind of a danger zone right now for Northwestern, down by 11. Maryland continuing to make a bunch of shots. Uh, the Wildcats, though, are not. You'd never believe this. Northwestern's holding up offensively. Maryland makes every single shot. They just hit another three. They must have made 15 threes. I mean, I'm kind of half doing the show, half watching this game, so <laughs> I, I haven't watched every shot, but they they don't, they don't miss. It's 62-51. Uh, There's 10 minutes left in the half. They have to have made 15 threes. Maryland is 11 of 16 from three, but uh, mine is no be... way that's accurate. Oh, There's they no just way. made it. Oh, they've just missed the three. Wow, that's, that's shocking. Well, they yeah. were 69%. And that's the difference, really. Northwestern, 5 of 14 wow. from three. That's an 18-point swing right now. Maryland up by 11, 62-51. Now laying 11.5 live. 148.5 is the total. So the because Northwestern has started to miss some threes, that, that pace has started uh, to come down a little bit from the scoring, but still well on an overpace, at least from the pregame number, which which was steamed all the way down to 129 at close from a 130.5 opener. Uh, meanwhile, going to be uh, anybody's game in in uh, Columbus under 12 media timeout. Ohio State 49, Illinois 43. The line okay. starting to make a push. Ohio State still laying four and a half live. 140 and a half is the total. Can the uh, can the Buckeyes pull off the upset? Illinois, this would be very damaging. A loss, a team that's right now on the nine seed. Would that yep. drop them into final four buys range in the bracketology? It certainly could with a loss to Ohio State. Well, when we come back, we go to the NFL draft and a topic Will is excited to get into as we welcome in Josh Edwards from CBS Sports to talk all things draft on the other side.
Live Bet Sunday on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. VSIN is excited to announce our new weekend lineup of live shows to cover the dynamic sports betting markets like no one else can. With some fresh concepts and pairings as we head into a new season of sports, VSIN will continue to deliver all the news, analysis, and insights you've come to expect from your favorite team of sports betting experts. Check out the new lineup starting tomorrow. Excited for that. I still have Live Bet Saturday just at a new time now. It'll be 3 to 11 p.m. Eastern Saturdays. Live Bet Sunday, 3 to 11 Eastern uh, on Sundays. I'll be with uh, Danny Burke, 7 to 11 Eastern, starting next weekend. Excited for that. As we welcome you back to the show, uh, Will Hill, one halftime line to get to very, very quickly before we welcome in Josh Edwards to talk NFL draft. All Providence right now in the nation's capital. 46-27 over Georgetown. So much for all that steam on Patrick yeah. Ewing's Hoyas in his final home game as head coach. Uh, GT down 17 at the break. They are laying one in the second half, but I don't know how you could possibly uh, get invested now in the Hoyas with the showing they've given so far. Yeah, I was flipping through. I think I saw Rick Pitino getting his office organized in uh, in Georgetown. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's a uh, boy. It's been a rough season. It's been a rough few seasons for Georgetown. That's one of those. That's one of those schools where the the, uh, the sport is just better when they're really good. So hopefully they get a good coach and they sort of figure it out. Hey, as much as you can come in motivated, trying to play well for your coach in his final outgoing game, a former legend at Georgetown. When you shoot 33 percent from the field, there's really nothing the coach can do about that. It's been a horrible shooting performance so far for the Hoyas. 77 and a half is that second half total for those who are interested in getting involved. Let's transition to the NFL draft. Combine starts next week. Draft is basically two months away. So a lot to get into now as more markets are being added every single day on the betting for the draft. As we welcome in Josh Edwards from CBS Sports covering the NFL draft there at Edwards CBS. All right, Josh, Combine next week. You're about to be a very busy man. Who is the biggest name? If we're talking quarterback specifically, on your radar that is going to have his stock determined more so than anybody else once we get to the combine? Yeah, I think it's got to be Anthony Richardson. Um, everybody knows about the size, the plus mobility that he brings, the arm strength, all that kind of stuff. But the interviews are going to be really important for him this week as teams try to decipher what he was seeing on the field and what is correctable at the next level. Uh, we talk about Bryce Young and his size all the time, but he's still going to be an early pick. He may not be for everybody, but he's going to be an early pick. We know that. Um, so no matter whether he measures in at 190 this week or 200, I don't think his stock is going to fluctuate. Richardson, on the other hand, I think is a player that with the week that we kind of expect of him is probably going to assert himself into that top 10 conversation. Josh, uh, you know, not that there's going to be a next Brock Purdy because what he did was just so remarkable, but outside the big four, outside of Levis, Richardson, Young, Stroud, is there a quarterback off the radar that you can think, you know, make a push for a first round or a second round or somebody that's sort of off the radar that you think can play here? Well, a lot of people like Tennessee's Hendon Hooker, uh, a player that kind of comes from a half field read offense. So there's some questions about how he will translate immediately. Uh, he's coming off a torn ACL injury, so how is his mobility going moving forward? The medicals are going to be really important for him, but a, a very cerebral quarterback that has a lot of playing experience and has proven to be a quality leader at the collegiate level. But I also really like Fresno State's Jake Hayner. Um, I don't think he's going to go in the first round, but you're talking about a player that is really gritty, tough, you know, has good accuracy and touchdown the field, um, a player that you know may go around the top 100 or so, but it would not surprise me if we're looking back in a couple of years and saying uh, we shouldn't have been surprised that Jake Hayner has been able to stay in the league for as long as he has. Keep in mind, those those props eventually as we get closer, we'll get the over-under on the draft position. So guys like like a Hayner, 
you will see those props offered on quarterbacks like a Jay Kaner, who's, you know, 100 to 1 to be first quarterback selected. He won't be, but it's more, keep in mind on players like that, as their stock continues, assuming those continue to rise as we get closer to the draft, those could present some good value, even if it's not necessarily betting on the first round picks. It, one market I just saw that was posted, at least at DraftKings, Josh, the other day, that is now out. It's on the first defensive player selected, where you have this, this Jalen Carter thought as he's a plus 110 favorite. Or Will Anderson, the linebacker from Alabama at plus 135. Been a lot of steam, though, from Tyree Wilson, the edge rusher out of Texas Tech, who is 5-1. to one. How would you break that down? If we're taking out the quarterbacks out of this, taking out the potential trade, or if the Bears keep their pick at number one, how do you see the first defensive player drafted market moving? I think, I think Will Anderson is probably the safest just because of what we have seen over the past years um, You know, with his production. Jalen Carter plays a position that is incredibly difficult to find quality interior rushers. So his stock is going to be a little bit higher as a result of that. Those two are probably neck and neck for me as far as which one goes first. Um, I would probably lean towards Anderson a little bit just because you're a little bit more confident with what he is from a work ethic perspective. Uh, But Tyree Wilson, I mean, it's incredibly difficult to ignore the value that's on him right now with the amount of speed that, uh, you know, attention that he is starting to gainer uh, or to garner rather. I mean, he's going to blow up at the combine this week. He's going to be one of those freakish testers. When you look at his height, his weight, his speed, all of that kind of stuff, his bend around the waist, he just hasn't been as productive. He hasn't quite put it all together like Anderson, but when you're looking at a player similar to the argument for a Trayvon Walker last year, uh, Wilson has everything that you look for at that position. So it's easy to see why, a team may take a chance on him as opposed to an Anderson who probably has a higher floor, but maybe a little bit lower of a ceiling. Josh, the guy that I think is going to be polarizing and you could talk me into either side of the argument. We know you can get running backs in any round. You look at Pacheco for the chiefs. You look at all the best running backs. A lot of them go in second, third round or later, but this Robinson kid from Texas has a chance to be special. What's your feel on where he goes Sort of what team, what pick and just give me your general thoughts here on, uh, on B. John Robinson. Well, I'll be honest with you. I mean, he's kind of been the most difficult to project for the reason that you kind of alluded to. Um, You know, we talk about the running back position being devalued, and you look at what Isaiah Pacheco was able to do in the offseason, and that being a reason why you may not take a running back in the first round. But I think Robinson has that Saquon Barkley-type talent. Uh, I'm a little bit lower on him than Saquon, but you're, you're talking about players in a similar stratosphere, so... Um, he's probably going to go in the top 20. It's just kind of difficult to peg which of these teams is going to take him. Now, there could be a surprise situation where, you know, like what we saw a couple of years ago, Jacksonville takes Travis Etienne in the first round. Nobody necessarily associated the running back position uh, as a position of need for them because they had James Robinson coming off a fantastic season. But the running back position, with as good as he is, I think there's room for you know a team that feels like there are a couple pieces away there in the top 20 to add a player like that in the top 20. So I think he's going to go higher than we expect. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of difficult to peg which team that's going to be. The odds right now say Robinson's most likely team because he is there is odds on him which team will draft Robinson, the running back out of Texas. Eagles plus 275 is the favorite right now who draft 10th. Is that, a, is that really a number you want to take, though? given the volatility there is, is it's obvious from what you're laying out there, Josh, um, from the wide receiver perspective, it's, the, it's viewed to be a weaker class of wide receivers this year. After we had seven go in round one, a season ago, 
between the Quentin Johnson, Jordan Addison, and Jackson Smith and the Jigba trio, how do you see those three ultimately shaking out where there's a lot of discrepancy in the betting market right now as to who will go number one? Yeah, I would be curious to see what the odds on those three respective players are. Um, at this time, I think if you can get a positive number on Quentin Johnson, I would take that all day long um, simply because he's going to check the height, height weight, speed boxes. Um, he's tall. He's proven that he has some quick twitch down the field. He's good in contested situations, a player that is going to run really fast this week. I talked to him uh, last month and he was very confident about what he was going to do in Indianapolis. So I think where the value is now is better than where it's going to be coming out of the combine, but because this is a player that kind of checks all of the boxes that you look for in that boundary position. Um, Jordan Addison, there's a lot of love for him. Um, You know, Rick Spielman, who we work with at CBS has compared him to Devontae Smith. So you get a little bit of an idea of what he brings to the table. And then Jackson Smith and Jigba, I think this week is as important for him uh, as any other prospect coming into this, because we know what he was able to put on field on, on film last year. Uh, but with his injuries this year and limiting what we saw, he has a lot to prove. If he comes out and he runs in the four fours, that's going to you know really help how teams perceive him and what he could be at the mm-hmm. next level. So he's got a lot to gain this week. But I'm looking at Johnston as uh, a good value as we go into combine week. Yeah, to let you know, Josh, Johnston plus 120, the favorite. Jordan Addison plus 250. Smith Najigba plus 330. And Will, I think you took more just a numbers grab, right, on Smith Najigba. If, like, if the testing looks really good at the combine, you'd figure that number would shorten? Yeah, I think that's a good number with how well the Ohio State receivers have played, Olave and Wilson, and they, I think they both kind of agree that uh, Smith and Jigba is the best out of the three, so that's an interesting number to yeah, me. No, no doubt. Uh, Josh Edwards here joining us on Live Bet Sunday. Follow him at EdwardsCBS. We'll, we'll see a lot from him on the writing side covering the NFL draft for CBS Sports with the Combine next week. Draft a couple months away. Josh, appreciate the time. It only is going to ratchet it up from here, so thanks for the time and for the insights. Absolutely. Anytime. As we continue, we'll have much more breakdowns on the NFL draft betting front there, Will. This this is really the tip of the iceberg. I never play anything until post-combine when you really start to get a gauge for how the scouts view a lot of the top players. But if if, if there's a player you're looking to take with the assumption that he'll test out well at the combine, I mean, Jackson Smith and Jigba, hard to do better than that. Uh, Who is that third-tier guy on the betting market right now compared to the other two around him? Yep, a lot of the VEASAN guys did really well picking guys at long numbers last year. Too. All, all. It's this, the uh, the bookmaker's worst nightmare, at least around here in Las Vegas. I yeah. heard from Chris Andrews. South, South Point, our sister uh, studio, Heartbreak. they're not even going to hang. They are not hanging NFL draft numbers this year. Uh, when we come back, we'll update you on what's happening. A lot of the early college hoops games coming down to the wire. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Live bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like bonus bets and bet insurance tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager on the BetMGM app. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We're back updating everything on Live Bet Sunday presented by BetMGM. They are underway, Will Hill. The leaders are final round of the Honda Classic. And so much for Chris Kirk maybe being nervous playing in the final group. Rolls in about a 25-foot birdie putt on the first hole to take a three-shot lead over Eric Cole. So Kirk now with one hole under his belt flips from a plus 105 favorite to start the day all the way down to minus 165 after one hole. And that coupled with Shane Lowry bogey on the opening hole. Lowry's dropped back to eight under, so a six-shot gap between the two. Lowry's now at 11-1. to one. Eric Cole plus 650 as he pars his first hole. So early good start there for Chris Kirk. You got to think, though, Will, as the weather gets a little bit dicey, usually at this tournament later in the day, there's a lot of golf still to go. We'll see if this thing tightens up at all. I jumped in on Cole plus 650 because why the hell not? <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. We've got the whole Long Shots crew uh, Wes Reynolds, Matt Brown, and and then our technical director, Jeremy Wengel, uh, getting in on the party. All oh, It's a triple digits pre-tournament on Cole. Uh, down by three shots It's right live now. bet Sunday. It's not live don't bet Sunday. So, you know what? What the hell? And I, I, a sneaking suspicion, too, Will. Uh, you know, your Northwestern, you're going to split here. Northwestern, oh. uh, full game. It is kind of just come undone in the last six minutes. Northwestern was hanging with Maryland, but it's just so tough. When you're not, when you're a defensive-minded team, yeah, and you're not used to, 
scoring the basketball at will for 40 minutes, it's really hard to keep up with it's, an offense like Maryland who's just been uh, firing on all cylinders since the opening tip. Yeah, I mean, you're not, you have the numbers probably in front of you in terms of what Maryland's shooting from three. You're just not going to beat teams that make that, that shoot that well from three. I mean, it's just... It's uh, it's the ultimate sort of trump card when you when you're shooting the ball lights out from the three point line and uh, Bowie Bowie only at four points I think like you're not gonna get that uh, it's, that's not a formula for success to be that bad defending the three and some of it is you know luck they're just shooting lights out and some of it you know you're not getting that much from your best player it's uh that's a recipe for disaster and this game is sort of died too this was an over early and Northwestern just not doing their part to keep up in the second half I mean. <laughs> it's funny. I I was so hesitant to take an in-game under, even though there were you know, one. It was one fifty at halftime. Yeah. That was the high water mark. This this game is barely going to get over the closing number. Right. It, w- it it was steamed to the under all the way down yeah. to one twenty nine. We're sitting at one thirty right now. Seventy five, yep. uh, fifty seven. Actually, Northwestern just added a bucket, so seventy five fifty nine, and that is going to do it. Northwestern. Yep. I took at the full uh, the the full game log here, will, but I'm pretty sure Northwestern scored eight points in the final nine minutes of the game. I just completely died there in college park with Ty Berry and boo Booey combined two of 17 from the floor. Oh. That ain't going to get it done in the backcourt. Yeah. And when the margin is this big, the game can typically die. The pace will die. If Northwestern had just scored more, obviously those points help towards the over, but those help, those points help towards keeping the game close. And then, you, you know, the closer you are, the more you foul and you could have gotten an extra fit, maybe 15, 20 points just from, you know, foul situations, maybe 10 or 12 points right. in the last minute. But once it's a, you know, a 20 point game that everyone just sort of calls off the dogs tip, you know, the, the, the uh, equivalent of just taking a knee in the NFL or running the ball, running out the clock. So uh, Maryland gets the win. What were we looking at here in, uh, in Ohio state and Illinois? Hey, Ohio state continuing to play very solid basketball in their upset bid, a 63 53 Ohio state at the under four media timeout. Illinois got this oh, game win. to within three, I yeah. have not been able to not been able to get over the hump. And with the live lines off the board now, Illinois is a seven to one. Actually, you can find them as, as high as nine to one on the live money line. Uh, Illinois. Do you have a total? Uh, I, um, I'm seeing one, one thirty two and a half, but I'm not sure how updated that is from. Uh, we're, That's at a one, good over. we're at one sixteen right now, three fifty five to go. I'll try to see if I have a if uh, DraftKings is uh, has a, a more live number than that. But the last yeah. number I'm seeing there will one thirty two and a half. Uh, right now off the board at DraftKings and most other shops. Yeah, I mean, once they get to four or five minutes, they usually go off the board. If yeah. it's still on the board, that might be a good over because 10 is a, is a perfect little foul zone there. The the game again, it just ends. It's 75-59, Maryland on top of Northwestern. So Maryland covers as a seven and a half point closing favorite. You also get over 129, although the second half goes way, way under, under by 16 points in the second half. That was, that was set at 70 for a second half total. The other college hoops game that we've been tracking so far, Georgetown making a little bit of a run. They were getting the doors blown off down 19 at the half. Now down 12, uh, 16 minutes to go. And all right. Yeah. Now catching 11 and a half live, but probably the time to bet Georgetown. If you, if you really wanted to embrace the whole Patrick Ewing final home game philosophy as a head coach would have been at the half when they were laying one down by 19. So catching plus 18 for the game. Get it to within 10, though, Will. Yeah, at the under-16 mark, Providence does just answer, though, uh, with a layup. So I wonder how much energy will be in the can down the stretch for Georgetown. This has been their big push, though, so far. Yep, that's uh, that's one where, look, Providence has made a nice little run here. I haven't watched any of this game, so I don't really have a feel for that game. But, 
yeah, looks like uh, looks like it'll just come down to a matter of whether Providence covers or not. They're going to win the game. Ohio State's going to win the game. Uh, not not a great slate early. I'm trying to think what else we got here as I'm looking at the live lines. A bunch of you know Mac games tipped off. St. Bonaventure, yeah, St. Joe's, right, Belmont, Northern much. Iowa. Nothing nothing great. The one NBA update to pass along as well. Then we'll get into a couple of uh, quick up quick previews for the college basketball slate for 2 p.m. Eastern games. Wisconsin, Michigan is the headliner for games coming up in a little bit. But uh, the Bucks in command so far, 36-26 on top of the Phoenix Suns. A minute into the second quarter, looking at the updated live line right now oh, on my that's screen. Not good for you. We're at uh, well, Bucks laying seven and a half live. Live total is actually two twenty-seven and a half. So I'm, I'm oh, pacing slightly shoot. to the under. Bucks got off to a very fast start from the from the field but if both teams have actually cooled since then we're at a combined seven of 22 from three less than 33 percent up so far and it's been pretty well spread out drew holiday who i really like coming into the game with his ability to lock things down on the defensive end but also distribute and score offensively leads the way with nine points for the bucks while it has been uh, devin booker very inefficient so far i should say sorry holiday seven points in nine minutes Booker's been horrible. One of seven from the field, 0 of two from three, three points in 11 minutes. And that was my concern for Phoenix coming in that very early tip time uh, there in Milwaukee. And the Suns have looked a little bit sleepy out of the gates. Yeah, and it's a great trio, obviously. Paul, Booker, and Aiton. It's a good trio. Once you add Durant, it's a great quartet. The only problem is when you only have three of them, well, your other two guys, I mean, who are you putting on the court? Because if you put the Okogis of the world on the floor offensively, that really shrinks the floor. And that's a guy you can just sort of put your center on. You don't have to guard him. And that really makes uh, the spacing tough for, for your good players. So I'm not surprised Booker's having a, yeah. a tough day here. I have I have Torrey Craig in a very, very deep 20-team uh, fantasy basketball league. Oh, boy. <laughs> like, those are the sorts of guys you're picking up. And uh, Craig, he's always been a nice, you know, off-the-bench rotational yeah. piece from his time in Denver. But in the starting yeah. lineup, is that really a guy you want to have to go to? I mean, Boston College, you know. right? Torrey Craig? I That, yes, I believe so. I'll double-check that. Yeah, I believe research so. On it. We have we have we have uh, Google for reasons. Uh, no, USC Upstate. Oh, I would have gotten that wrong. I don't know who I'm confusing. Wow, Will Hill, very rarely that. wrong Jeez. on the on the trivia. Yeah, wow, that's a tough one. Don't yeah. don't uh, don't besmirch the name of the SC Upstate Upstate Spartans there in the uh, in the Big South for one uh, for one Tory Craig. Uh, for the games about to start in college basketball, Wisconsin Michigan is the headliner. They just played at the Kohl Center uh, last week. Wisconsin won that game as a short home favorite. Michigan laying five and a half, pretty much consensus with a 129 and a half total uh, with uh, Wisconsin right now hanging on for dear life. One of the first four, uh, last four in, in Joe Lenardi's ESPN bracketology. Uh, how do you think this plays out for Wisconsin going on the road to Ann Arbor? Yeah, I don't like Wisconsin's offense on the road here. I think Michigan beats them. I don't love laying five and a half. So if you want to, you know, first half money line, just figure out a way to incorporate a Michigan money line. That might be the way I'd play it. If I had to take it or lay it, I would lay it. I do think Michigan, I'm pretty confident Michigan wins. I just, I don't think Wisconsin with that offense is going to travel well and go into Michigan and Michigan's on the bubble too. So I think Michigan yep. gets a statement win here, not a statement win, but a win they sort of need to get. So I would lean towards Michigan. Maybe I'll play them in the first half or figure out some way to incorporate them. I think they get it done. Uh, I mean, you're a Wisconsin guy. You got a, a feel for this team more than I do. do you, where do you, you know, where are your thoughts here? Uh, it's like you want your eyes to just start uh, bleeding whenever you watch <laughs> Wisconsin basketball. It, it, and they've made it apparent over the season. There is not yeah. a consistent, reliable score when you watch Wisconsin. As much as they play their hearts out on defense and they go to the old school Bo Ryan principles that have now yeah. gone into the Greg Gard regime as head coach. 
when you can't score the ball reliably, you are right. going to be in trouble, especially against teams that are as defensively sound as the rest of the Big Ten. Uh, Michigan uh, on the under, other side has won five of seven, now into that next four out category, but we kind of wrote the Wolverines off. They're not dead yet. 16 and 12 under Juwan Howard, still an outside chance of sneaking in, maybe a first four team in the NCAA tournament. That's a big game we'll be tracking. We'll see what in-game opportunities we have when we come back. Our third hour of Live Bet Sunday starts right after this here on VEASAN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.